What up, Wholesale to Million family? Happy Wednesday. So in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to work and deal with realtors. I get this questions comes up on my YouTube channel and Instagram all the time. So Kong, who pays for the realtor, right? How do you work with them? Like when there's a realtor involved, like how do I handle the situation? I got you cover. I got you cover, all right? So I'm going to talk about, let's just say you make an offer on a property that is listed. Who who pays for the realtor, all right? Or what if the uh, the prop, the deal is off market? You contact the seller or the seller contact you and all of a sudden they, um, they brought a realtor uh, in, right? So they brought one of their realtor uh, or they got one of their realtor involved. The other one is, well, what if you are selling your deal, right? You're selling your deal and there's a realtor involved. So who? So how do I pay the realtor? I'm going to get that answer in this episode for you, all right? So let's just say that you made an offer on a property that's on the, on the market. Obviously, we know that, um, and I want you guys to understand that everything is negotiable. Who pays for the realtor, what, what, everything is negotiable. But when so typically when a property's on the market and when a buyer's uh, put in an offer on that property, typically the the seller is the one that was responsible to pay for the uh, the listing agents, right? And also the buyer's agent. So let's say if uh, if so he lists a property with a seller, right? And then somebody uh, another agent brought in a buyer to buy that property. It's the seller responsibilities to actually pay for all the realtor commission. And the typical commission of a realtor all across the U.S. is around 5 to 6%. But like I said, everything is negotiable. Sometimes they even get paid more. Sometimes they get paid less. It's all about being able to negotiate. Um, but anyways, so the, normally the seller's the one who's going to pay for it. Now, if you want to get the deal, maybe you can offer. So even if the if the property is listed, you can talk to that agent. And this is very this is why it's very important if you're able to connect directly with the listing agent. So which means you bypass. You don't have another agents that come into. Um, that come into the picture because if you were to bring your agent now the listing agent will be like well I got to split that commission I got to split that 5% I got to split that 6% so if you are able to connect directly with the listing agents you can tell the agent hey you keep the whole entire 5% or 6% I don't need the commission what I want is I just want the deal now you you might ask me Kakong what if I'm an agent and I also want to wholesale, right, or invest. You can offer that. You can tell the other buyer, hey, keep the whole, you know, keep, keep, you keep the commission. I don't want the commission. I just want the deal, right? Because so that gives them the incentive, right? The incentive to to basically be on your side, like to to basically be able to push your offer through with the seller. Because that gives them the incentive, well, instead of splitting it, I'm going to keep it. So instead of taking the other offer where I have to split the commission, I'll, ta- I'll push this offer through with the seller, right? So that way I get to keep the full commission. So that's, that's the incentive why they would take your offer over someone else that has, um, that has a buyer's agent. All right? Now, if that is a property listed... Like I said, you can even offer to the listing agent, hey, you tell the seller, this is what I'll offer net to them. I'll take care of your commission costs. And you can negotiate with their commission, 
Let's just say their commission on a five or six percent. It's let's just say it's it's five thousand on a hundred thousand. Let's just say it's five thousand. What if you tell them, hey, you know what? If you were if you make this deal work, I'll pay you seven thousand or eight thousand. And basically, all you do is you you just built that margin, right? You just built that margin into your offer, right? So now that is if the property is listed and, oh, you're going to ask me, well, what contract do I use? So typically, if it's on the MLS, you know, the agents, you, you have to use the MLS contract. And this is, this is all you need to worry about when it comes to contract or the MLS contract. All you need to do is two things. One is that you need to have a contingent in there, an inspections or a feasibility contingent. You, you know, either one of them will work an inspection or a feasibility which means that gives you the time period to inspect the property to check everything out your numbers whatever needed to be done right so that is going to be your time period where you're going to try to find your buyers and within that time period if you don't want to move forward right let's just say it's an inspection contingent it doesn't mean you have to hire an inspector to go in there and to say and to give them a reason why you need to back out there is you don't need a reason to back out Right? You can just tell them, you know what, after I look over everything, eh, the number doesn't work. Or, hey, you know what, I went by the house today and the grass is too tall. Um, I don't like the how uh, the color of the paint is today. It could be any reason and you'll be able to back out. Very important, the contingent must be in there. All right, Because that's going to be the time that's going to allow you to find that buyers. The other one is, is, that you, is that just tell the agents that, hey... On the purchaser's name, just put my name or your company name, and then you just need to put in this. It's an or a sign. You just need to put in an or a sign. A lot of the agent is going to ask you, well, why? You know, my seller is not comfortable with an or a sign. Whatever the reason is, you have to put that in there, which means that allows you, once you find a buyer, it allows you to sign your positions to buy that property over to somebody else so you can make your wholesale your assignment fee, all right? And you just tell the agent, just say, hey, you know what? I, I, uh, you know, I work, with a co- I work with multiple partners at this time. I don't know who I'm going to work with. We don't know, you know, what... Uh, we don't know if we're going to take it in an LLC name, another LLC name, you know. Um, so I don't know yet. But I do work with multiple partners and we do this all the time, you know. We buy the property, sometimes in my name, sometimes in our company name, sometimes in one of our partner's name, sometimes in another complete total LLC name. Um, you know, this is just for our tax purposes and our, our partnership, right? And most agent will have no problem with that, right? So that's how you explain to them. And explain to them, like, be, com- be confident. It's normal. It's completely normal. You put an or sign, you can assign it to, uh, you know, another LC or another company of yours. So it's completely normal. Don't don't think like it's strange. Don't think like, oh, this is weird. Maybe the agent. No, it's normal. Completely normal. So those are the two items that you must have in there. Uh, now, let's just say if you work with a seller, they call you or you call them, whatever it is, and all of a sudden they got a realtor involved. Same exact thing. So when they got a realtor involved, you want to make sure that you use your contract. But like I said, if you have to get the deal done and the and the seller's like, no, I want, you know, because the agents tell the seller, hey, no, it's, it's, we got to use the MOS contract. Go ahead and use it. And as long as you have those two items in there, the contingent, the inspection contingent and the and or sign, then you should be good to go. Um, and as far as who paid for, who paid for the, uh, the realtor commission, 
it's all about coming down to negotiating, right? So if you say, hey, you know what? Um, the seller brought and the seller said, hey, I don't want to pay for the realtor commission. That's going to be on you guys. So you just need to work that in or maybe you offer that to her or to, to him or whoever the seller is. You offer that to them. Hey, you know what? I know you got an agent involved. What if we cover for your agent closing costs? What if you, we, uh, we cover your agent's commission? And then you just need to work out a commission that is fair for everybody to make the deal work. And all you need to do is you just need to build that into your offer price. So let's just say that without the agents, you can offer 50000 But since you have to pay 5000 to the agents, maybe now the max offer you can offer is 45000 So I hope that makes sense, you guys. You just need to build that in. And regardless who pays for the realtor commission, it could be you, it could be them. But if it's you, then you just need to build that into your offer. All right? And now the next one is you'll be like, well, okay, so when I send out my deals and a realtor or maybe a realtor investor wanted to buy the deal, how does that work? Well, first, you want to understand that you want to be the one that's in control. So you you use your contract, right, because they are coming to you saying they want to buy the deal now. So you got to stay in control. Use your use your assignment agreement, right? Use your assignment agreement contract. And then it's the same thing. They got if, if if they ask you to pay them a commission, make sure that that works. That that is feasible in your assignment fee. Because some realtor will be like, um, realtor that's going to act as a a cash buyer that's going to buy your deal. Typically, they won't ask for any kind of a um, a commission because they just want the deal, right? The number work from they just want the deal. But there, um, and, and we work a lot with agents that brings us buyers. Now, what if they bring you a buyer? Who pays for the realtor commission? It all depends on how you negotiate. And the best way to negotiate on this one is that when the agent... Sorry about that. So when a realtor, uh, so typically when a real when when a realtor brings a buyer, all you need to ask them, and 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 like I said, when it comes to negotiating, do not be the one that makes the offer first or or gives the number first. Always ask the realtor what they want. They're gonna tell you, hey, I'm I'm you know I'm I, I brought a buyers to one of your deals here, or I got an interest buyers. Um, how how am I gonna get paid? So you ask them, you say, hey, so um, if we end up doing a deal together, what does your, what does your buyer or what do you want? Um, what don't, what you, don't use the word commission. What do you want for your fee? Because when you say commission, they automatically, you know, thinks of the 2% or 3%, whatever it is. Just say, what do you want for your fee? All right. Just say, what do you want for your fee? And, um, and you'd be surprised. Like, like you will be surprised unless the realtor brings it up. I wouldn't bring it up, uh, right? So sometimes because we have worked with realtors that brought us a buyer, and uh, and, and 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 they don't expect anything from the deal. They don't expect anything from the deal, and the reason why is because they are worried about keeping their buyers happy because their job is to go out there hunt deals for their buyers to keep these their buyers that buy fix and flip just to keep them busy you know also to they worry about more of the back end when they go and relist the property right when they go and relist the property instead of you know worrying about a a two percent or two and a half percent on a hundred thousand dollar with you they get 2500 bucks they worry about more of the re resale end where it's you know 350 or four hundred thousand right and and at the same time they're keeping their buyers happy. And so don't don't assume 
don't assume. I have so many, so many people that jump, like jump the gun and say, well, you know, I'll pay you two thousand, I'll pay you five thousand, I'll pay you whatever the, that that is. Well, obviously, you already have a number in mind of what's the most that you're willing to to give up, right? What's the most you're willing to give up, and and and, and the most most fee is like. People want to split it, right? I brought you a buyer, so split it 50-50. To me, that's fair, right? To me, that's fair. But what is fair is making sure the other party is happy, right? And you keep the most that you can, but it's all really come down to is who is the good negotiator. I mean, this is, this is business, right? This is the real life. This is the real world, right? So if, so if they're happy, what if they tell you, you know what? On this deal here, I only want 500 bucks. I mean, let me say. Let's say that your 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 assignment fee is is ten thousand, and they say I only I only want five hundred dollars for this deal, or you can just pay me a thousand bucks. I I, I want to just keep the relationship, and so when you have new when you have up any upcoming deals, you can send it over to me. See, and they and they also worry is that if you if you're gonna pay them such a high fee, well, what if you don't want to work with them? You end up working with somebody else that you don't have to pay a fee. Do you follow me? So don't assume anything. Just ask. And the biggest thing is, you know, to make sure that the relationship is happy, ask the other person what they want. And if they if they name a number that is way higher than you than, than your, like what you have in mind, that's when you come back and say, Hey, you know what? Um, I'm more comfortable here. You know, my partner and I, you know, like we're, we're more comfortable at, at this price range. You see? I'm um, now the I mean, so if you're the one who gives the number first, what if they came in lower? Well, what if they were thinking, you know, $500 or maybe they didn't think about getting any kind of a fee from you and you say, oh, you know, because you jumped the gun because you're not, you don't know how to negotiate. So you jump the gun. You'd be like, yeah, you know, if you bring us a buyer, uh, we'll, uh, we'll pay you $2,000 or we'll pay you $5,000 because you get all excited when somebody, especially when you first start out, right? You're trying to build up your buyer's list and you really just want to get the deal done. And I know how you feel because I was there too. And when they say, you know, I got a really good buyer. I got a solid buyer. He, he buys a lot in the area. He, he likes this one. Uh, and uh, he got cash and he's ready to go. Um, but I want to know, you know, like what's my fee? And you'll be like, well, you know, uh, what if I pay you half? Or uh, we can go 50-50. You see, you're jumping the gun. So don't, don't give the number. Ask first, then negotiates. If it works for you, if they, the number they gave for you, great. And then once you close the deal, maybe you made a 10000 They only want... A thousand dollar, they only want a thousand dollar fee from you. And then once the deal closed, you gave them their thousand, and then you'd be like, you know what? I I enjoy working with you. You know, I I want to create you know long term relationship. Here's an extra five hundred bucks. Now, what that makes you in their mind, like man, this is the guy or the gal that I want to work with because nobody give me more than what I ask for. You see what I'm saying? So now you're in a position where they. They respect you even more as a business and as a person, as a character. Does that make sense? I do this, you guys, all the time to realtors. And that's why we have four to five that we work with right now that are are sending us off-market deals. Right. So instead of listing it, they came straight to us and say, hey, Congo, I got this great deal here. You know, um, do you want to take it? Right. So you guys, relationship and, 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 and being able to, to negotiate, right? To put yourself in the, in the positions, that's the, that's the best for you, right? Anyways, I hope this episode, I hope this little tips will help you out and uh, try to use it. And um, when it comes to negotiating on price, 
Anybody, your friend, your family, your husband, your wife, always ask them of what they want and then negotiate. Because once you practice, the more you practice, the better you get. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening. If you haven't, follow me on Instagram. Hit me up on IG. Go to Kong, K-H-A-N-G, dot like a period, W-T-M. Or you can go to YouTube, Wholesale to Millions. You can find me there. And... um. Let me share let, let me share something else with you guys before I wrap this up. Most people out there like you don't find them share with you these kind of information. Right? Most of them just talk to you about wholesaling, find a motivated seller, find the cash buyer, um, you know, uh, what's the next hottest lead source and, uh, you know, or marketing tips and things like that, but they don't discuss to you about negotiating, talking to buyers and things like that. Right, only a few really, really rare that you find, and that's why I'm you know, when I started the YouTube channel, I was very concerned about you know, uploading hey, how to negotiating with your buyers, your your realtor, and all that. But you know what? I'm putting it all out there for you to learn. Thank you so much, you guys. Take care, have a wonderful rest of your day. And if you like, um, you know, obviously, if if you like my channel. Please give it a share. Get somebody on. Really want to grow this uh, this broadcast uh, family. Thanks, you guys. Take care. Have a great rest of your day. All right? Ciao. What up, Wholesale to Million family? In this episode, I am going to share with you how to control the phone call, whether you're door knocking, right? Basically, when you're talking to the seller, how do you control the conversation, Right? How do you control that phone call? Whether you're cold calling or they're calling in from one, uh, from one of your marketing. Right? How do you control the phone call? Especially when you first started out, you're, you're like, 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 you know, you don't know how to talk to the seller, yada, yada, yada. You might not have all the answers to their questions. So how you control the phone call is that I always... So what, what you do is when they ask you a question, you always you don't want to ignore the question. You want to answer the question, and then you want to come back with another question. And I'll give you an example. But before I get into that, I always share with people on my YouTube channel, on Instagram, is that don't represent. And when I share this with you, a lot of people don't tell you this, but it has worked great for me. I try both ways where I represent myself as the one that's going to buy the property and then now all I do is when I get on the phone, I represent myself as I work for an investment company or I'm part of a big group of um, investor. And, uh, and and when you represent yourself as the one that is it's the one that's buying now. They they feel like you're negotiating with them, like like you're negotiating for yourself, right? You're not on their side. All right, and you're trying to get the lowest you can. You're not on their side, and also too, especially when you first started out, and when they sell, ask you a question, you don't have an answer. You kind of come off as, hey, you don't know what you're talking about. I don't know if you're the professional. I don't know if you're the pro. But what if you are the one that is only working for the company? And when they ask you a question, you'd be like, that's a great question, Bob. But unfortunately, I don't have an answer to that. But I would definitely relay that to my team manager or to my senior reps, and I'll come back and get you an answer to that, okay? But in the meantime, what is the property address you're hoping to sell? You see that? Do you see how I answer their questions and then come back with their questions? And if you're working for somebody or a company or a group, like you, you, like you don't need to have an answer. You don't need to have an answer to everything, right? It's like when you call into, like let's just say when you call into any company, they'll be like, um... You know, could you hold for a second, sir? Let me check with my team manager or my or my sales rep or whatever it is so I can get you the correct answer, right? 
and that's what you want to be. And when it comes to negotiating with them, right, they are not feeling like you're trying to get the best deal. You're just telling, I'm just working for the company and, you know, my job is to make sure that I can make the number work for you, obviously, and work for us as well and create a win-win for both parties, right? So now they're feeling like they're you're on their side, right? And the thing is, the, the car salesmen, like, they do this all the time. You, you Like, like they'll tell you, okay, why don't you just make me your best, and then I'll take it to my team manager. I go in the back, the yada, yada, yada. They come back, and they tell you, you know, I really try for I really try for you, Bob. I really did. I really tried to, uh, tried it for you. I really try to push it through, and this is the best I can get for you from my team manager. Right? Now you feel like, okay, they did their best. They're on your side. So, so when it comes to controlling the phone call, with the seller, you just make sure you answer the question and then come back with a question. Don't be the one that's on the phone that's talk, 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 right? You want to be the one that talks less and listen more and ask the right question. It's not about what question you ask, but being able to ask the right questions to get the answer that you're seeking for that you want from them, all right? And when I co- you know, when I tell my VA, so right now we have a team, uh, obviously we're doing this all virtually, right? We never seen the seller, we don't see the property, we don't see the buyer. We, we're able to close all these wholesale deals virtually without ever physically being there, all, like, like all done virtually. So I, I, I trained my VA up, right? So we, right now we have about eight or nine VA on our team. They're all from the Philippines. And, uh, and, and, that's, and that's how I teach them. I teach them is to answer the questions, come back with the questions. And, I, and then the thing is, you guys, when you try and do this on a large scale, this is how you qualify the seller. This is the quickest way to qualify the seller is that when they called in or you call them, Right? Just say, hey, do you have a house or a property that you're interested in selling? That's it. Do you have a house or a property that you're interested in selling? If they say, no, I don't, then you'll be like, okay, thank you so much. Right? You say, okay, thank you so much. And then you just move on. All right? And so, so, so basically, and then, and then you just move on. Right? But if they, if, if you were, I have so many, like we do a um, on YouTube, we do what it's called a live cold call role play, where I get people on the phone and I pretend I'm the seller, and they're the buyer. They comes in and they start pitching what their company is about, what they offer, yada 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 yada, and then you spend all that time, and then you realize that these sellers want retail value. They're not even interested in selling. Like, you know what I mean? So the best way, especially like I said, you do this on a large scale when you get a bunch of incoming calls or you have a bunch of people making cold call. Like, like you want to cut to the chase to, to see if who's the, who's the one that's at least interested in selling or at least receive a free, no risk, no obligation cash offer. You know, that's what you can tell them. Okay, so you, thanks, thank you so much for calling, but do you have a house or a property that you're interested in selling or receive a free, no risk, no obligation cash offer? If they say yes, you continue. If they say no, then you move on to the next one. All right, you guys. So my whole thing is I, I used to go out to meet I go on appointment, meet every single seller before I qualify them. As long as they say they got a property to sell, if I can get a number from them, right, of what they want to sell, then I go out there and meet with them. But you guys, like how many of those you can do in a day? It's it's really, it takes up a lot of time, you know? You you know, you go out there and you got to spend at least an hour, an hour and a half to drive back and drive forth. Like it will consume your entire day. So to me, you must qualify your seller, all right? Qualify over the phone control the phone call, and then decide which route you want to go uh, with it. All right, you guys, maybe on the next one, I'll share with you, um, I'll share with you a quick pitch, right? How to pitch the seller 
and qualified them. I'll share with you on the next one. This one is just about taking control of the phone call, whether you're cold calling, door knocking, talking to the seller in person, answer their question, come back with their questions to control anything you don't know. Um, you just let them know that you're going to get back to them uh, on it. All right. And when you're on the phone with them, it's okay to like, if you have a stutter problem like me, like maybe you don't recognize it, but I do have a stutter problem and it comes and it goes. It, it, it used to be really bad when, I'm a, when I was a kid. Um, but it's okay to go, uh, hmm, okay, uh, it's, it's okay, like, you're human, you're not a robot, you're not, you know, you're not a robot, so it's okay if you stutter, if you stump on something, if you, if you say, oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot to ask you this questions, it's okay, it's okay to do all that, you're human, what you want to do is just being able to control the phone, and ask questions, and listen, talk less, and listen more. All right. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. I hope you enjoy this little tips. And if you haven't followed me on YouTube, hit me up on YouTube. Just uh, just search Wholesale to Millions. And uh, if you haven't followed me on Instagram, then go to Kong, K-H-A-N-G dot like a period, W-T-M. Take care, you guys. I'll see you in the next one. Ciao.